Welcome to The Sweetest Little Life, where we are connecting the mind, body, and soul for women in business. This podcast is all about releasing the light in you and becoming the divine inner goddess that you were destined to be. I'm Courtney Hansen, and I'm your host, author, influencer, and coach, and I am so excited to hang with you for the next 30 minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. Goddesses, I have the most exciting announcement. TheSweetestLittleLife.com is now offering manifestation, Ayurveda, crystals, rituals, all the things. So if you are looking to enhance your spiritual practice or looking just for some goodies for a gift for someone, head on over and check it out. www.TheSweetestLittleLife.com Today, we are talking with the beautiful Lexi D'Angelo, who is an NLP coach and actually runs certification courses for other coaches to get certified. But here's the thing. She coaches with a spin and I love it. I was so drawn to her. She runs classes under Taboo and she has also offered you guys a free gift, which I will put in the show links for you to check out and to claim. Today, we are covering so many topics and surprise, we're going to do a part two. So I cannot wait for today's episode. It's an excellent way to kick off the weekend just to feel motivated, energized, and step into the goddess you were destined to be. Let's welcome Lexi. Lexi, I am so excited to have you on the show today. How are you? Hi, I am so honored to be here. I am doing fantastic. Yes, I cannot wait to talk to you today. It's going to be amazing. Yes, yes. So many good things that we can dive into. I don't know how we're going to all, we're going to fit it all in, but we're going to make it happen. We're going to warp time. Yes, I know. Seriously. I was like, there's so much good stuff. (laughs) So I love to always kick it off with just hearing your story and your journey and kind of what brought you to where you're at right now and the work that you're doing. Oh gosh. Okay. It's been a roller coaster winding journey. So the bullet points are, uh, let's see, I, I found the coaching industry sort of by accident, um, an act of (laughs) miracles maybe because I, I one day was coming back from a workout and I looked at myself in the mirror and I just like remember having this moment where I was like, if God forbid something were to happen to me and I were to find out that I only had, you know, X days left to live, is this how I would want to be living my life? And it was a resounding like, hell no, absolutely not. Like, what are you doing in the corporate world? Like, this is not what you're meant for or anything. But I had no idea the path that I wanted to go on. And so basically just like prayed, dear God, universe, whoever's listening, please send me a sign. And literally the next day, the sign came via a Facebook ad of all things. Love it. Uh, Yeah, love it. This was like seven or so years ago. So I feel like it was like when Facebook ads were kind of new. And it was about health coaching. And I was like, what? What is that? And I went down an entire rabbit hole about what the coaching industry was and how you could literally support people in living their dream life, having um, amazing health, being able to launch the business of their dreams, et cetera, et cetera. And so that was kind of uh, the gateway was actually health coaching. That's 
clearly not what I'm doing anymore, but that was really what started the journey. And through my own health and personal development uh, adventure, I went, you know, through all the different types of coaching from being a branding expert, business and marketing to um, astrology to like the, the super woo end and then back around to more of a mix and a multidimensional approach with what I'm doing today. But it, it was a very long winding road. I'm only laughing because when I first started out, it was, um, so I, my first book I wrote was um, Entrepreneur's Guide to Success. And it was all I, about like work-life balance and how mm. to be a successful influencer and how to start an Etsy business. It was like all about business. And then yes. it went completely woo-woo, like on the other side of the realm there. Yeah, for a solid while, and then came back around, and now it's like, okay, I've got, I've got my balance, got the yes. back, we're good. Yes, yes, I so relate. I was definitely on that pendulum swing, trying to find the thing, realizing that there's actually no one thing at all, and it's really what is the perfect combination and mixture for you at the given time. Yes. And I feel like when you first start out too on your journey, there's just so much knowledge that you're like, you feel almost cheated. Like, how was I never told this? <laughs> totally. It's like, I, I joke around and my students joke around with me saying like, oh my God, this is the school of life. This is what we should have been learning all of these years. And how come we were never taught this? So yes, I feel you on that. Yes. Instead you're doing home ec. Yes, exactly. <laughs> burning cookies yep okay so I know we have a ton to cover so I want to just kind of dive in if you're cool with that yeah let's do it amazing so let's kick off and I know a lot of people with COVID and with the situation that's going on have been really in a scarcity mindset really yes. nervous about the future not knowing what to do that confidence level maybe if someone lost their job has just really it kicks you Yes. And so let's talk about the recode method. Yes, of course. So a little disclaimer before we dive in, uh, as I've kind of touched upon, I definitely believe in taking a multidimensional approach and we work with what we like to call the four realms of magic and mastery. And so there's the mental level, there's the um, energetic level, the emotional slash spiritual level, and then also the somatic or physical level. So the recode method is more inside of the mental level, which is what we call uh, the realm of wind and chaos. That's kind of our unique terminology, but essentially from approaching things from a mental standpoint. And so it's only part of the equation and it's a great part of the equation because top-down healing is very important and the mind is a beautiful thing, but there are other ways to also approach transformation. So this is just... Um, one of the portals that you can enter when you're doing the transformation work. Mm. So let's uh, let's begin by exploring the the three brains. So this is just to be clear, we don't actually have three brains. This is just a model, but everyone leaves and is googling. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, oh my god, wait, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> you know, you probably just have one brain. If you have three brains, then maybe you're an alien, which is pretty cool, and I'd like to meet you. Um, <laughs> but there's for very simplistic terms, there are basically three areas of your brain. And 
what could be going on right now with the world and everything that's going on, it, it can directly relate to these three brains. So I think it's important to kind of explain them. So very quickly, we first have the reptilian brain, which is the instinctive brain. And I like to say that it's responsible for the four Fs, which are fight, flight, feed, and fuck. And basically, all it wants to do is to survive. That's it. Its primary goal is just to continue to make sure that you are alive, you're breathing, and, you know, that's its role. Then we have the mammalian brain, which is the feeling brain. And this is tied to emotions, learning, spirituality. It's big desire is to feel connection with others, to have these social bonds. Um, and so the thing about the reptilian and mammalian brain, they both, for the most part, operate on the subconscious level, which is a beautiful thing because if I were doing this podcast interview with you right now and these weren't subconscious, like I'd have to be like, okay, breathe in, breathe out, beat the heart, and we wouldn't be able to have a conversation. So it's good that that is happening on a subconscious level, but it can, you know, cause some problems, which we'll talk about in a second. Then we have the human brain or the neocortex, and this is our thinking brain. So it helps us make decisions that aren't just going to benefit us in the present moment, but in the future as well. So it helps us strategize and plan so we can achieve uh, future desired outcomes. And this brain operates mostly on the conscious level. So I keep saying conscious versus subconscious, and it's important to understand that, you know, what the difference is. Because when I first found this out, I was, I was like kind of terrified. But what's really interesting is that even though you may consciously think that you are in control and aware of the daily decisions you're making and the actions you're taking, the truth is that 95 to 99.996% of your decisions and your actions are operating on autopilot. So mm. often it can be via outdated subconscious coding. So for people right now who are like maybe frustrated when they feel like they're intentionally choosing to do something or live a life that they desire, but they're not seeing the results, that's what can kind of be going on. And what once helped us survive is now preventing us from being able to thrive because our reptilian brain basically just wants to remember, it wants to survive. So anything that is different, that could mean change, could equal uncertainty, which could mean death. So it's like, oh, hell no. If there's any change, if there's any uncertainty, like get me out. I want to you know, fight or take flight and escape this. And that's when we can have the self-sabotaging patterns that come up. So I'm going to take a breath here <laughs> because that was a lot, but that's, that's a quick overview of the three brains. Yeah. And I think it's super fascinating too, when we're able to really tap into studying the subconscious and conscious and what they're responsible for, because the way that you're able to rewire them, I mean, I feel like when you get that aha moment, it really is like light at the end of the damn tunnel because you're yes. feeling so in this hamster wheel, you know, of just the same things. And when you realize what is causing it and what's the root of it, it's magic. Like you're able to do anything. There's no, no restrictions, no boundaries. It's free reign. Yeah, exactly. And so we can't just work with the conscious mind. Like our conscious mind is awesome, but we also have to be able to work with the subconscious. And so a lot of times when I'm talking to people about this, they're like, okay, cool. Well, if I have this subconscious programming going on, then I'm 
probably not aware of it, so how do I uncover it? And it's a good question, and the answer is actually really simple. So for anybody listening in right now, I want to invite you to think about how much money is in your bank account at this moment. So is it $5,500, negative $50,000, or are you just not even sure? Um, so whatever your answer is, is an indication of the subconscious programming that's taking place and what I like to call the identity scripts that you're acting out. So if you have, let's just say, $50 in your bank account right now, then you are currently subscribing to the identity of someone who can keep only $50 in their account or someone who isn't worth more than $50. That's not to say that that's true. Obviously, you are worthy and valuable no matter what is in your bank account, but that is just an identity script that you're playing out. Or even if you look at, maybe if you're a coach and you're looking at your current packages, what is your highest price offering right now? Just for easy math, let's just say it's uh, let's just say it's 10k. So if that's the case, you align with the identity of someone who can charge 10k. However, if you were to go and change your pricing to 20k in like the next second, that wouldn't be in alignment with your identity. So a couple things might happen. You might be paralyzed with fear and not sell it at all, or maybe you would. Um, talk about it on the phone or in DMs with someone, but they would feel wonky about it and be like, mm -mm, no, I'm not buying. Or maybe somehow you sell it, but what will happen is you might self-sabotage in some way, shape, or form because, again, you don't align with that identity of being a 20K um or someone who sells a 20K package. So the identity and the identity scripts that you are subscribing to, which you can find out based off of what are the facts, what's in your reality currently, are really, really huge. Um, so there's this big piece of identity as well that uh, is really important to understand, which we can maybe go deeper into or, or not if we have some time. But I just want you to kind of understand that. Our identity is the foundation of everything. And if we don't subscribe to an empowering identity, then our results are going to be wonky and, um, yeah, incongruent. So, or sorry, I should say, if you're trying to take actions and you're not seeing results, it's probably because your identity is incongruent with that. Mm, I love that. And so let's talk about the top let's do just the top two things you can do to rewire yes. that subconscious things that we can do to really get inside that because i mean i feel that there's a common denominator for everyone that needs to be done but there's also tips and tricks that you can seriously on a dna cellular level rewire it to think differently and therefore show up more authentically yes totally so what i like to have people do is i like to have them write out first of all what is their big desire. So what's like a big goal that you have in the next 30 days or the next 90 days, something that you are desiring for an area of your life, whether that's business, health, relationships, etc. And this desired reality should be in the form of a fact. So for example, like I desire to um, have 10 people enroll into my program in the next I don't know, in the next month, or um, I want to release um, five pounds in the next month or whatever it is, but something that's factual and just very to the point. 
So we have the desired reality. And then I want you to look at your current reality. So what are the facts currently as it relates to that? So let's just say you have zero clients in your program that are signed up right now. So the fact currently is zero clients and your desired reality is maybe 10 clients. So what I like to take people through is looking at a few different pieces of what are their perceptions currently. So because you are, you know, you have a program that has zero people inside of it, what are you making that mean right now? So often I hear people say things like, uh, well, it means that like, I probably shouldn't fucking do this anyway, or I'm not a good coach or no one wants to buy my program or whatever it is. And so then I ask them, what are the thoughts that are predominant right now because of the perception that you have around this? And so these are like, you know, the, the mean thoughts, the ones that that inner critic is constantly sharing with you. So if you're listening to this, maybe hit pause and just take a moment to write out all the self-talk that's predominantly taking place because of your current facts that exist right now. And then from there, what are your feelings? So how does having these thoughts and perceiving the current facts in your life make you feel? And then the actions. So what actions do you take or not take as a result of feeling these things, thinking these thoughts, and having these perceptions and expectations? And then the last piece here is what are the probable results? So if you continue to have this perception, these thoughts, these feelings, and to take or not take the actions, what will your probable result in reality be? And what you'll start to see, I'm doing like a really quick version of this. It's way more powerful when it's facilitated, but essentially you're going to see that you have a script running on repeat. And so this is the script, the identity script that you're hitting subscribe to, and it's costing you something. It's preventing you from experiencing something. And it's probably going to loop over and over and over again if you don't change it. So you're going to see the same results. So yeah, I'll pause there for a second. No, I think that's so powerful because I do the same thing with my clients. I make sure I actually do all kinds of writing because I think that's a way that we can actually get our thoughts on paper without the conscious kind of jumping in to change it. Because when we're talking, I mean, it's just natural that you're like, oh, do I sound okay? Is what's coming out? Is it going to be judged? Is it, you know, our ego starts to really get involved. Yeah. And so when we're writing, it's almost like a safety net, like to really see like, wow, this is what's going on in my brain right now. Like I need to stop this. Yeah, absolutely. Journaling is, is such a powerful tool and everybody learns and transforms differently. So some people will do really well with writing this out. Some people, it will be better for them to have the space held and be guided through um, this technique, which I'm just giving a quick overview of, but then it goes into, uh, you know, some subconscious recoding because right now we're just getting conscious awareness. And then, so the second part of this thing is you're going to then upgrade your coding. So right now, after we go through all those journaling prompts, uh, or if you're coaching someone in a session, you have their current coding, but you want to upgrade the coding. And the only thing, this is what the fascinating part is, the only thing that switches is so the desired reality will stay the same. So I still want those 10 clients and the facts are still the same. So I have zero right now. But then the perception line, that is where the magic happens because this is 
where you ask yourself like, okay, if you knew that your desired reality was a done deal, so if you knew like you knew like you knew that 10 people would be a hell yes and enrolled in your program by the end of the month that it was 1000% happening, what would you then make the fact or your current reality mean? What would your perception of it change to? And so a lot of the time what people say is like, oh, well, it's just a stepping stone. Like, okay, well, you know, people are just in the middle of like thinking it over right now. But as I continue to share, they're going to be a hell yes, because duh, I'm going to have those 10 people. So from there, everything changes. Your thoughts then change, your feelings change, your actions change, your probable results change, and the total of the script changes. So if you were to take some time to think about, okay, well, if my perception shifted and I knew this was going to be my reality, then what would my thoughts be? Then what would my feelings be about those thoughts? Then what would actions would I take or no longer take? Then what would the probable results be? You'll see that actually the probable results will be the desired reality that you want. So just by changing our perception and how we're viewing things, that alone can be such a powerful thing that we can do for ourselves. Mm, absolutely. So I think this leads us right in to the sorcery of source. And I think that a lot of people have no idea what they're like, what sorcery? Are we doing witchcraft? <laughs> I think that right now, I mean, it's just, they really do tie together everything. Um, and I love the idea that so many people are always looking for a, a way to fix things outside. You know, mm -hmm. it's, you know, if I had this, if I had that, if only this would line up right, if only this person would this. And it's like, fuck all of that. It, it's right in you. It's within. Yes. 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 So um, I like to think of it like there are two types of people uh, in the coaching world. There are the guru groupies. So oh, let me God. say that again, the guru groupies, and then the self sorceresses or sorcerers. And like you were saying, those guru groupies, those are most of the people in the industry who are uh -huh. giving their power away to someone or some system outside of them because they don't have that self-trust in who they are or what they're capable of. So yes. yeah, they're just chasing all those shiny new objects and like hoping like, oh, that's the magic pill that I can finally swallow and poof, like instant upgrade, which I was there. I've been there before and I'm sure you have too. Yes, I think we all go through that phase. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This is the course that's gonna change my life. Yeah, and so there's a difference between um, being self-sourced and knowing like, oh yeah, like I really desire to take this course because it's going to expand me versus like this frantic energy of like, oh fuck, like I have to take this or else like I won't be able to do anything. And like, I don't know anything. And this person knows all the answers. So like, ah, totally different energy there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, and, and we stay away from those gurus audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until because we get through that journey. Right. Yeah. And so it's just so disempowering because ultimately their world is going to become crashing down because they're going to see that they're spending their time, money and energy on a quote unquote proven system, but it didn't ever take into their, into account their unique, you know, personality, priorities, passions, or purpose. Um, and so that's why we need to be self-sourced and really be able to say, okay, I know that I wield the wand. Like I am the damn wand. So I get to be in control and at cause for the magic I create in my life. So I think that that is really important. 
Absolutely. And I think when we're able to really identify that, because I, I know that so many people get into the industry and it's like, you know, it's really easy to have the ego take over or to be on this high horse. And it's like, you can tell, you can really point out who is who after one conversation, but it's really acknowledging that like, no one is better than anyone else. Like everyone has these amazing, unique gifts or you yes. here and you are not for someone and that other person is not for that person, but you might be. And so it's really about just finding your connection and embracing those gifts that you are given that you have, whether you think you do or you don't, you have them. Yes. And just knowing that like you're not here by mistake, you're here for a purpose and you're here to do something. And it's really just stepping into that and doing all these things that you talk about. My God, when you're able to tap into that self-sorcery and tap into that knowledge of knowing who you are, mm. nothing else even phases you anymore. Yeah. And I think what you said too is so important. There's no pedestal. Like we have to take leaders and people off of pedestals because when we see them as human, the pedestal is going to come crashing down. And so we really need to embrace uh, the idea of like circling with people, being on the same level, linking arms versus there being this hierarchy because that can be so damaging. Mm, yeah. And for that person as well. I mean, yes. being put in that position, that's a lot of pressure. Right? Yeah. We're all just human. Yeah. Exactly. And I used to really put like the coaches I was working with on a pedestal, which was so unfair because again, like once I saw a human, I was like, wait, what? Um, and it was just this unrealistic expectation. And so I think that when we can remove the pedestal, we see again, that everyone is just a human and navigating this life in the best way that we can. And of course we make mistakes and we can own those mistakes, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's such a better way of, of living and the expectations that you create for yourself and others, you're, you won't be as disappointed or shocked if people show they're human. Yes. Oh gosh. Yes. So with that, let's dive right in. I know I'm like, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> I love it. For you. She has no forewarning of what I'm doing. Yet. No, this is great. <laughs> So let's dive into the true transformation and how that takes place, because we've talked a lot about the journey and basically, you know, I heard I'm reading this book called Be Here, Be Now right now. Mm. Have you heard of it? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So it was like supposedly the book finds you or I don't know. It's it's interesting. So yeah. this guy, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. This guy goes through all of like the Himalayan mountains and he's it's in the 60s and he's trying to test out LSD right and mm -hmm. he's like oh my gosh there's this connection to spirituality and this drug and he's a psychologist and so he's studying these drugs and he goes to the Himalayans and he's traveling and he finds this 23 year old guy and the 23 year old you guys we are having a huge storm so like all the wind is making me lose my voice so <laughs> um I'm like a 90-year-old woman clearing her throat here. I love it. <laughs> Very sexy. Yeah, I try. It's the raspiness. Yes. Um, so he he meets this 23-year-old guy, and his ego's like, what the fuck am I doing with this 23-year-old guy? And he follows him throughout uh, India and all these areas, and 
the guy is like he he wants to talk all about like his PhD and what he does in the states and all these things and the guy's like shut up like I don't care like just be here and be now like just follow me and like let's do the thing and he goes drugs aren't your answer like the answer is in your head the whole time like you just need to tap into it mm. and he's like no I can only get to it when I'm on this drug and mm. the guy's like okay mm, well you're you're close but not there yet so <laughs> They go and they meet this guy and this guy knows this man's entire story without even saying anything. And it's like this Buddhist area that they're at. And so they do this um, three days of silence and he has the, his spiritual awakening. And so during it, he is talking about the morphing of the butterfly. And I don't know why this pinged to me so much, but like I had such an aha moment on this simplistic sentence and it mm. said, um, while he was doing his meditation, he kept getting visions of butterflies, which that's so cliche. Everyone talks about, oh, you're going to be a butterfly. <laughs> but no, for real, like he's like, okay, there's a caterpillar and the caterpillar is born and it has no fucking idea that it's going to be a butterfly. Mm -hmm. It's just scooting around, living its life as a caterpillar, thinking this is it. And so it might meet another caterpillar friend. You know, it has no idea that it's about to go in a cocoon. Like, it has no clue. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. You know, and it's not living its life based on, like, oh, my end goal is the cocoon. Yep. You know. Yep. And so when it goes in the cocoon, it's expecting to still come out a caterpillar because it doesn't know any different. Mm. It just thinks, oh, this is a safe, nice, cozy space. And so when it comes out as a butterfly and it's freaking flying <laughs> when it's only scooted on the ground. He's like, wow, like I've arrived. And now he only knows being a butterfly. Like he, you know, obviously remembers being a caterpillar, but now is so thankful to have wings and yes. to be able to fly and to be able to do these things. And just that, you know, analogy of that, I was like, wow, like how true is that? That we are always so in the future or so in the past mm -hmm. that we forget all these beautiful moments of transformation that are happening right now, yes. like right now. Yes, yes. I, oh, I so hear you on that. And I think that it's so cliche about, you know, you got to enjoy the journey, not the destination and all that stuff. But it's it's so freaking true. Like, I mean, having been in the industry for, you know, I, I feel like it's been decades. It hasn't been decades, but like seven or so years now, I've hit a lot of those big milestones and goals and exceeded, you know, beyond my wildest dreams. And so what? Like the, yes, the destination has been great and exciting and sometimes even like a letdown in some ways. And so I really realized like there's always going to be that evolution. Like we are always, even when we become a butterfly and we have those wings, I feel like it's just human nature to then evolve to the next thing. And that's great. But how do we really make sure that we are here and we are now and that the here and now is just as freaking beautiful and amazing and delightful as the journey or sorry as the destination because when you get there you're gonna want something else so you better enjoy what you're doing in the process or else you're gonna be fucking miserable absolutely I know I was just thinking the other day I was like man you know it's a good thing I like what I do because I feel like I'm just always working mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. But how blessed, you know, when you flip the script on that and another part, you know, of rewiring um, is really talking to yourself and catching yourself when you get in those phases like, my God, I haven't had a day off in two months or I haven't, you know, whatever mm. your kind of negative self-talk is. But to be able to tap into that and rewire and be like, man, I am so 
blessed of the people that are coming into my life and who I get to interact with and what work I'm putting out into this world. Like that's going to maybe leave a legacy one day for, you know, my children and to be able to be raised that way. Yes. Yes. And so just rewiring. And I think one of the most powerful exercises I ever did Um, I had to go through a really, really dark, nasty journey to get where I'm at. Mm. However, during that nasty journey, I made a lot of mistakes that caused some serious shame and guilt. And so for when I was trying to kind of get on the path and figure shit out, it was like my would wake up and it was like this narrative would play in my head the second my eyes opened. And it was like, you're this, you're that, you're this. Mm -hmm. It was was gut-wrenching. And so to literally rewire my subconscious while I was still in that theta state of, and that's when we're really relaxed, mm-hmm. we're not asleep, but we're ready to conk out for those of you that don't know. Yep. Um, and that's where the magic can happen. And so I was in the theta state and I would wake up and I would have to rewrite everything. So I would write everything down like, you know, you're a horrible mother, you're a drunk, you're this, you're that. Mm-hmm. But I would write down everything my brain was telling me. And then I would close my eyes and I would imagine saying the things that I was saying to myself to a woman that I loved, which was my daughter. Mm. And so I would close my eyes and I would imagine saying these things to her and I would just break down crying. And I was Mm -hmm. like, my God, you should love yourself the same amount that you are, you know, talking to yourself just as you talk to a common stranger. And so then you would have to rewrite, you know you are amazing. You are this, you are that, but counteract every single thing. And you do it for 71 days. Mm. And I am not kidding you. I think out of all the exercises that I have done that more than anything changed my life. Wow. That's so incredible. Damn. I know. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I mean, I've done, I've done that like exercise before, but not for the consistent, 71 days. And I can imagine that that would have just such a, a powerful impact. Yeah. And I feel like it's really finding what works for you in that transformation process and knowing that like you can can transform at any time. Like it's not something that like, like you said, you walked past the mirror after working out and you're like, bitch, get it together. Like it's time. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the thing too, is like people again, think that they need a program or a course or a book or whatever. And Hey, those are great tools. Like, yes, I'm a, I'm a yes to all those things. Like I love learning. I love expanding. And a lot of the times, like I see people just seeking more information versus actually embodying things. And so that was a big thing for me in my journey is I was just this constant seeker and learning and learning and learning, but I wasn't actually truly embodying it and living and breathing it. And once I did, there was just such a profound shift and the hard, I mean, it's, it's work, but the hard work that I was grinding away at in my business became so much more pleasurable, so much more fun and way more prosperous. And people were just like magnetized to my truly embodied energy around what I was doing because people can feel it a mile away. Oh yeah. And you know, if someone's passionate or if they're just doing it for a paycheck, totally. the first five seconds you talk to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it goes back to what you were saying too, is like, how blessed are you to be able to do this? And I think that we can just see some of the things that we're doing and like, even, I don't know, like writing content, I'm writing a ton of content right now. And I, I do love content creation, but I'm like, oh, 
Like I have to write this lesson, but it's like, no, I, I get to, like, I don't have to do, you know, that grueling nine to five work that I freaking hated before. Like I get to do this. This was a dream come true. Like remember how lucky you are that you ultimately are choosing to do this every day and you get to do it. Yeah. Oh, it, it really is so amazing when we're able to just kind of get out of the way and yeah, <laughs> embrace, you know, everything that's happening. Absolutely. So I want to touch base on one more thing yeah. before I let you go, if you're cool with that. Of course. Okay. Amazing. So I would love to talk about the taboo that you teach because I, when I first read that, I was like, oh, that's catchy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The taboo. So it's, Okay, so basically, <laughs> I it, la it landed when I was on a plane one day. I was like, just thinking about what I'm really passionate about and um, what I feel like is different about what I bring to this world. And I've always just had such a draw to the woo and to the taboo. Um, and so for me, like, I think that there's just this beautiful alchemical meeting place of the two. So I, I like to say it's the taboo, the woo, and the Y-O-U. So this is where you embrace your edges. You get to unlock your magic and mastery and really be able to express your unapologetic truth. Um, and for me, it's just about doing things differently. So really being a stand for – the things that might be a little bit out there, the things that might not be mainstream, but that to you feel so true and that you um, feel really passionate about tapping into. So I think that there can be just such power in tapping into these edges and it's a reclamation of your truest expression. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I was just so drawn to that. I'm like, wow, I have never heard it put like that. And that is probably the most beautiful phrase I've seen. <laughs> Why, thank you. Yeah, it's about yes. really disrupting things too. Like I think that the coaching industry, it's beautiful in so many ways, but I also think that there are a lot of outdated paradigms and structures. And so this is really about, again, helping people claim their self-sorcery so they can be their own damn oracle and follow their inner guidance and really cast, I use a lot of magical language, but cast these spells for change that are going to elevate humanity to this new state of consciousness, um, where inclusivity, where intuition, where innovation are revered, respected, and reign supreme, because these are things that usually aren't um, respected or aren't given a lot of thought in our typical society. Yeah. And I, I think it's amazing that you were saying that just really paying attention to the things that stand out to you, because I mean, it may not be trendy. It may not be what people are buying right now, but being able to step into that space of like, you are drawn to something for a reason yes. and like being curious about that path and like exploring that path. Like you're not drawn to it for no reason. Right. And so just really paying attention to what stands out to you, no matter what anyone thinks, no matter what, you know, if you're drawn to it, you're drawn to it for a reason. Exactly. And I like to say that we don't need to keep up with the coaching Kardashians. I used to try to do that. Um, and it, you know, didn't go so well. So like you said, follow that path, follow your turn on, follow your true knowing, because even if it seems like, um, 
the the road less traveled it doesn't matter like we need more people navigating and innovating and um you know being the beacon of light that are going to attract more people like that because you know you are doing things in your unique way and no one else is like you so claim that and let your weirdo flag fly yes 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 oh my gosh I could seriously talk to you for another three hours. I know. I know. I love it. I'm like, oh my gosh. The time I'm like, we flying. might have to do a part two of this. <laughs> Round two, coming soon. Yes. Okay. So where can all the audience find you and connect with you? Because I know they're going to want to. And I'm so serious. Let's plan a part two. Oh, I am down. I know. I feel like we have so many more rabbit holes we could explore. So yes. I know. Yes. Yes. All right. In the meantime, though, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram over at Lexi D'Angelo, L-E-X-I-D-A-N-G-E-L-O. Uh, that's probably the platform where I hang out the most. And otherwise, I also have our website website, LexiDangelo.com. And uh, our main page is LexiDangelo.com forward slash certification, because we have a certification that is a multimodality certification with NLP, hypnosis, time techniques, uh, our own different proprietary, there we go. I'm like choking on my saliva over here. okay i'm losing my voice yeah we've got this we're hot we can do this uh yeah and so that's another place to hang out and i would just say instagram come hang out in my dms and the stories say hi i would love to chat with you yay okay well we will talk soon and i'm definitely going to reach out about um reconnecting amazing amazing thank you so much for your time this was so fun thanks courtney yes it's like a perfect way to kick off exactly happy friday Happy Friday. I know I'm all energized. Now. I love it. Me too. <laughs> all right. We'll talk Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Just wow. This is so juicy. I love conversations like this that just flow and the universe takes off. I so hope that you guys are walking away just feeling inspired and on fire right now to step into your purpose and to do the weird things. Let the weird flag fly. Say that five times fast for real though. So so a lot of you guys have asked how you sign up for the show notes. Super easy. Go to thesweetestlittlelife.com, click on podcast, slide down. It'll be a spot for you to enter in to get all the show notes, get all the inside access, all the freebies, lots of free courses, lots of free goodies that you have first time access to. So I highly suggest that you do that if you have not done so already. And also subscribe, leave me a message. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. Your support means so much to me. We're also still answering questions from the audience on a weekly basis. So if you have something or a topic that you would like to know more about, please feel free to just drop me a line and let me know. Until next time, love and light.